Good day there and welcome to another episode of the Christian Women in Business podcast show and video show, whatever show you want to call it. It's so great to have you here. I can't believe that we are near the end of November. This year has gone crazily fast. Um, I don't know if you're at that point of starting to think about next year yet, but um, we have an amazing conference coming up in February in Sydney. And just two weeks left and our early early bird prices will be going up. So if you want to join us for the Saturday, over the Saturday and Sunday, you can do. So Saturday is going to be a bit more of a conference feel. Uh, we've got some speakers. But on the Sunday, we're going to be doing more of a retreat sessions and workshop sessions where we're actually going to be planning for the year ahead. So if you're looking for some motivation, you can't think about planning yet, but would like to book it in your calendar so you know this is the time where I'm going to spend time on my own with God, preparing for my business, then I'd love to invite you to join us uh, for that conference. So today we have on the show a beautiful lady all the way from the USA. Um, <clears throat> her biggest mission is to equip women through mental training and tools to help them overcome doubts, their emotions and insecurities. And once she wants to make mental fitness as common and as important as spiritual and physical fitness which um, i think is very important too on the weekend she loves to go to brunch and, and local arts fair with husband and dog willie which is a very cute name for a dog welcome to the show natalie wilson from natalie wilson coaching thank you i'm so excited to be here and um yeah thank you for having me no worries so whereabouts are you in the usa I am in Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia. So the southern part where we drink sweet tea and eat peaches. Okay. <laughs> that sounds very, very nice. Um, and so you are a life coach. Um, and I'd love to hear your story about how you, well, how, wherever you want to start to how you got to where you are today. Because women and listeners, we just find it so interesting and so inspiring to hear kind of the journey that our guests have been on and how God's kind of worked through their lives. Yeah. So I, um, I became a believer right after college and, um, that really shifted my journey for my career, the trajectory, um, because I was in the corporate world and then I decided to become an English teacher. So, um, I became, became an English teacher and that was wonderful. I really was able to grow, um, spiritually in so many different ways because of that. But yeah. fast forward to my early 30s, and I hated my job. I hated being a teacher. Uh, I was miserable. I was single. I was poor. I had no money. Um, and I really felt like I was doing everything wrong. I felt like I had been doing everything right, but maybe something was wrong with me. Yeah. And I felt stuck. So I, um, I didn't know what to do. And I just decided, you know what, 20, when I was 22, God came into my heart and why not ask him to make sure he's coming into my mind, that he is in control of my mind. And I made that a prayer for about a year. I focused on um, verses in the Bible that were just focused on transformation of your mind, mostly, you know, whatever is true, whatever is noble, Yeah, that one. Um, and God really showed up. He um, led me to two pivotal books in my, in my journey. One was a life coaching book and one was a book called Soul Detox. Um, and 
they both just started changing me as well as God, you know, doing his work in me too. Um, but from that point on, I just started consuming all kinds of information and material about defining my life, taking control of what I can control and seeing how God wants us to manage our minds and train our minds. So um, fast forward from that point, I'm <laughs> early thirties and I'm here. I'm a life coach. I'm married. Um, I have the cutest dog ever, Willie, and with bonus teens. Uh, but I decided to become a life coach because that work was so impactful to me um, to start becoming um, emotionally and mentally healthy. So. so what was the turning point in your career then? Like what happened for you to go? You were doing English teaching and then you were like, how did you come across life coaching? Was it from reading those books and you thought, actually, I'd really like to do this myself? Yeah, so I had some really good friends in my 20s who um, pointed me to therapy just to kind of work through, you know, childhood and parents and guys, all that kind of stuff, emotions. And that really, that really did help. Um, but when I got to the point where I was stuck and stagnant, I didn't know what to do because it didn't really seem like a therapist issue. Mm. And that's, you know, when everything else happened and I found the life the book that was written by one of um, the most famous life coaches. And I started doing the work in it. And that's what catapulted me to leave teaching. And I got a corporate job again. Um, so at that point, as I was consuming all the other materials, I stumbled across um, the life coaching school, which is where I eventually got certified. Um, but I found my life coach there. And um, and yeah, so that was the turning point. It was a turning point, honestly, when I, I was single, like I said, and I remember there was a time as a teacher, I was in the dungeon. That's what they called it. It was the basement level of our school. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. And there were ants crawling everywhere around my desk. Oh. And I had kids, you know, who were just, it was a hard day. It was one of those hard days. And I thought, I don't know what I'm going to do next year. But I know I'm not coming back here. Yeah. And so I just started, you know, searching and searching. And then, um, like I said, God really showed up. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. So um, have you found, you kept saying that you're single. So have you found hubby yet or still searching? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that was another thing is I really felt like I was, you know, I was like, what is wrong with me? Why am I almost in my mid thirties and not married? And all that stuff. And, um, I realized a lot of it was my choices, my decisions of who I was deciding to date. Right. And my, um, thinking about my worthiness and who I wanted. Um, and so God brought me an amazing godly man who believes in me more than I can believe in myself. And, um, we've been married now for five years. Oh, and awesome. two, yeah. And we have two bonus I have two bonus teens. Um, they're my stepdaughter and stepson. Yeah. Yeah. That's gorgeous. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, congratulations on that. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky lady. Yeah. <laughs> so can you share five tips um, on your craft to our listeners today? Um, I guess that will help them maybe with the doubt or whatever it is that you've prepared for us today that can help impact them. Yes. So one of my pastor is um, Andy Stanley, and he wrote a book called Guardrails a long time ago, several years. And um, 
I took that idea of guardrails in our life about how to protect ourselves to kind of keep within God's parameters and came up with some guardrails for our mind because yeah. we need those too, because otherwise we go down a loop. So what are the guardrails that have put, um, that you might have in your life? Well, the first one is to sharpen your weapon. So sharpening your weapon is scripture, reading it, memorizing it, praying it, uh, meditating on it, memorizing it, all those things, and just making sure, you know, you really know God's word. Um, like, like it just springs forth in your mind naturally. Um, the next guardrail is to put in the positive. And when I say that, I don't just mean put in the positive of what you see on social media or TV or movies, songs, mm. but what are you putting in even with what you're eating? A lot of our, you know, um, sisters in Christ like to make sure they're filtering what their kids are seeing, but are they filtering what their kids are putting into their minds? Because a lot of the sugars and different things out there can um, pollute our minds also, kind of make them foggy. Yeah. Um, are we, let's put in the positive exercise that relieves those hormones and, um, uh, you know, oxytocin in our brain. We need to have that. And then what are you putting in positive as far as, yeah, what you're reading, the, the more normal, um, things that we're used to putting in. The next one is filtering your thoughts. So filtering your thoughts is a great way to think about when a, a thought pops up, you know, we, we hear about what is a lie versus what is a truth. And I, I always encourage my clients to start thinking of it as what is serving you versus what's not serving you. Because a lot of times we're not even sure if it is a lie our brains will look for evidence and say, no, 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 it is true. That person doesn't like me. It is true that, you know, I can worry about this nonstop because of all of these facts that they see. But um, some facts still don't serve us to help us meditate on because it just creates worry. So yeah. really have to think, even if it's true, is it really serving you to think about it? Out of it. That's good. And then the next one is to choose wisely. So thinking through filtering your thoughts, you also have to, you have a choice and you have a responsibility um, to choose what you're thinking, to choose what you're feeling, to choose your actions um, and your inactions, what you're not going to do. And I think a lot of us get consumed through our day where we're just kind of going through the motions and we don't realize a lot of things are choices. And not only does that give us freedom to say, oh, and empowerment to say, oh, these are our choices. But then hopefully it makes us aware to go, I can choose again. I can choose differently. I can choose again tomorrow, whatever that might be. And um, yeah, and then the last one is just to believe God. Um, Beth Moore is one of my favorites. And she wrote, I think a study on David a few years ago, and she had us memorize these five things. And one of them was, um, believe God is who he says he is, believe God um, can do what he says he can do. And I would add to that, believe that God is for you. So he is who he says he is. He can do what he says he can do. And he is for you. And if you kind of keep those five guardrails uh, on the forefront of your mind, for your mind, um, it can really help change 
can create a, a mental um, and emotional fitness practice for you. Yeah, there's um there's a quote going around at the minute about that. Um, oh, I can't remember which way around it goes. It's something like, do you I you believe in God, but do you? Oh, I can't remember what it is. And I thought, oh, that's quite true. It's something like you can believe God, or do you believe in? It, you know, it's something like that. Um, have you heard it? Have you heard that quote? Maybe, because when you just said that, do you believe God or do you believe in God? So maybe that's... Yeah, that could be it. But I, it just got me thinking that, yeah, you can believe God, like you can believe he exists and that he's the creator and all that. But do you believe in him to do all the things like his will and, you know, all that kind of stuff? So, yeah, it's interesting. I love those points. So let's just do a quick recap. So number one was sharpen your weapon. So reading and studying scripture. Um, I'm not that great at memorizing scripture. I'll go, oh, there was that scripture somewhere that I read and then I have to go through. Uh, maybe all the same, but studying, however, like it still gets that soaking um, into you. You get to see God and his kingdom and secrets become known to you in the Bible as you keep reading. And, you know, there's just so many different levels of the Bible. Um, that as you grow in yourself and in your business and your maturity in, in the kingdom, your God will just blow your mind. Mm -hmm. um, and then number two is putting the positives. And I love this. And it's something that um, I know I'm constantly working on. Um, and diet and foods do play a big part in it. So what positives are you putting in your life? So um, like Natalie mentioned, your diets, your food, your mind, exercise, are you doing all of the right things that are going to help you keep balance? Not that there's such thing apparently as balance, but looking after yourself the best you can with what you've got. Mm -hmm. um, and then number three, filtering your thoughts. So understanding what's a lie and what's true um, and what's serving you and what isn't. Um, again, another very helpful thing. Um, number four, this was probably, I mean, there was a few favorites in there, but I think choose wisely. And you made such a good point because we, everything we do is a choice uh, and God's given us that free will to have that choice and to expand. So whether it's choosing things in our business or day-to-day -day lives, or um, even like, like what you focus on, just your own mind and your own health. Um, and that choice is choosing the right food. It is choosing to think, um, what you're going to listen to, the truth or the lie. Um, and even in businesses, like as you might be just launching or you might be 10 years in, you know, you create habits, like what habits and thought patterns have you picked that are helpful to you to help you um, keep your business going and, and or to expand or whatever it is or whatever point that you're in in your business. And then number five, believe God. So who is he? <laughs> he can do what he says he can do and believe that God is for you. And I think like, I understand why you think that believe that God is for you is so powerful because I think sometimes we are planted those lies that, you know, Oh, God isn't for me. Like I have all these doubts and you know, why would he be for me? And, and all of those doubts and that negativity, negative path, 
feed into that thinking that God's against you, but he isn't, he's for you. And once you get into that mindset, you're just like, yeah, God's with me. I can do this. He's got my back. And the more trials and tribulations and perseverance that you go through, the more reassurance you get in God when he, like he, he will pull through. It's never in our time. It's never in the way that we think he will. But when you get to that point of just knowing that no matter what happens, God's got you. And it's actually more about his will than yours and understanding that his will is to bring glory to his kingdom. We're just here for the journey and we're here to say yes, to help him fulfill that. So once you understand that God is with you and it's not your will, it's his will. Like, I don't know, it's just like all the stress goes away and you're just like, well, this is God's will. Like, let's go with it. Let's keep trusting. Let's keep in with that faith in that. Um, and it's really special, actually. It's, it's very special. So can you share with us now, how do you incorporate God into your business? Yeah, so I'm, God is the foundation of it. He's the reason why I started um, into life coaching, for sure. I don't predominantly only coach um, Christian clients, but I definitely um, pray for all of my clients, no matter who they are. And I ultimately think my mission and how I help serve the clients um, by allowing them to, um, I just think God calls us to have our light shine right mm -hmm. before others so that, so that they can um, then glorify God. So we can yeah. glorify God, like you were just saying. Um, and so many women, especially I think hide um, their light behind anxiety and fears and insecurities and depression and all, you know, self-critical thoughts yeah. and we stay hidden. And, um, you know, when we do that, we're not shining our light. We're not doing what we need to do. So not only do I pray for my clients, but my work is to help them shine their light so that they can better glorify God in their career or relationships. Um, so yeah, that's, it's like a daily thing, all, all incorporated. <laughs> that's good. And yeah. um, do you, do you have, um, a Bible verse for this season and why is it your verse for this season? It's actually the Matthew five sixteen. the, um, let your light shine before others, um, so that others or so that you can be glorified or so that God will be glorified obviously I need to memorize it some more too but, um, <laughs> oh, good. but that has been um one that yeah is in this season that every day I get to um cling to it and practice it and helps me manage my thoughts so yeah that's awesome that's awesome so thank you so much for sharing all that you have today. Um, if our listeners want to get in contact with you or want to find you on social media, where's the best place that they can come and hang out with you? Absolutely. So I'm on Instagram or Facebook at Natalie. It's Instagram, Natalie underscore Wilson underscore coaching. Um, and then I also have a website, NatalieWilsonCoaching.com. They can look me up there. And I have my um, social media uh, icons on it too. So that's awesome. So if you're thinking, Oh my gosh, I have all these doubts in my mind. Like I just need some help wrapping those up and creating those healthy, godly, truthful habits, then Natalie is your girl. So feel free to go and contact her. I'm, I'm sure Natalie would love to hear from you, even if you've got any questions or, um, yeah, just need even some inspiration. 
Natalie is your girl. Well, that's it for today's podcast show. Thank you so much, Natalie, for coming on. Thank you, Sarah Jane. It was fantastic. It was nice to be here. Yeah. Um, and remember, in two weeks' time, um, our conference early bird tickets are going up. Um, it is what? November, December, January, February, like three months out. Holy moly, I need to get organized. <laughs> Grab your tickets, links, um, uh, events on the website. We'd love to see you there and we'll catch you next time. Bye for now.